What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Other Side of the Firewall podcast, where we highlight the latest and greatest cybersecurity news, as well as those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Tynes. What's up? What's up? And usually Levon, <laughs> but he is, he is gone this week, uh, uh, you know, enjoying time with the family, what have you. So it's just the two of us. So uh, it, it's definitely going to be different. I'm sure we'll keep you entertained. Uh, this week, uh, same formula. So the first two episodes, Monday and Tuesday, will be our uh, our topics. Uh, Wednesday discussion, we, uh, we we changed the game up a little bit. Um, we had a guest star. So we had Aisha Hollins uh, of ECISO, uh, extraordinaire. So she was on. To, we had a, a really good discussion about just the state of cybersecurity training and uh, and what have you. So please tune in for that one. Uh, it's uh, a little bit longer than uh, we normally record because it was going so well. So it's about 45 minutes. Uh, so definitely uh, download that one, watch the video uh, uh, or, or listen to the uh, the audio. And then Friday, like uh, like usual, we're going to talk about everything but cybersecurity. And it's pretty eventful week. Like we've seen or heard or, or played a lot of different things. So it should be a good episode. Uh, but without further ado, I'll give it to myself <laughs> since I'm leading one of these topics. Uh, so uh, this week, um, I, in a Bloomberg.com uh, article um, about uh, Timnit Gebru, the, uh, the former AI, um, uh, I would call her probably subject matter expert. Um, she, she's an AI scientist. Um, she had that falling out with Google that we reported on um, pretty much at the beginning of our podcast. And I want to say that was like, like was early. Yeah. yeah, it was early, early. Like we started in November. I think we actually re- uh, reported about her in November and just her struggle with Google and how uh, they were trying to get her to um, pull um, some research that she she had published that was not disparaging towards Google. Um, uh, however, it I guess it didn't paint AI in such a, a great light. And then there was some fallout from that. Uh, she gave them an ultimatum uh, and they said, well, we'll accept your resignation. She was like, Biden resigned. <laughs> so she, uh, she uh, still stands strong saying that she was fired. Uh, Google still stands strong says she resigned. Uh, either way, she's gone on to um, form a, a new group, uh, independent group, uh, where she can continue to do her research in AI and then try to make it a more ethical, uh, diverse field. Um, because there are issues with AI that she was trying to address uh, when it comes to minorities uh, and just um, uh, unethical practices when it, when it comes to the collecting of uh, information and uh, the, the use of AI um, to give bank loans and to... Um, uh, Facial recognition was one. Yeah, facial recognition was a, was a problem as well. Yeah, so there's there's a lot there um, she was trying to clean up. But uh, alas, now she's doing it independently. Uh, this article uh, on Bloomberg is uh, annoying me because I, I now I can't open it up without the ad blocking me. <laughs> it wants me to accept something. And we don't do that on this podcast. We don't accept anything, right? We don't take cookies from strangers. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I actually have it up, Ryan. So, like, uh, the title of it is Google's former AI ethics chief has a plan to rethink big tech. And the stuff that you were talking about, I mean, it's it's dead on with what, what she's kind of going into um, yeah. in the article. You know what I mean? Uh, by Dina Bass. You mentioned it's Bloomberg.com. It's by Dina Bass or Bass. 
B-A-S-S, however you want to say it. I'm gotcha. sorry you know, if I don't have your name right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it. And then she also goes into, I didn't know her story, how she uh, she's a refugee and how um, that also impacts uh, the way she sees freedom of speech and what have you, um, and, and how uh, she feels that these companies are, are basically bullying uh, their um, their trusted members into not saying things that hurts their bottom line, which, I mean, that makes sense, right? That most companies, your Googles, your Amazons, and uh, what have you, will, you know, they protect their shareholders before they protect their uh, their employees. Um, and she's asking for fair uh, fair practices, a re, um, re not imagining, but a um, reconceptualizing of AI uh, so that it is more uh, diverse, so that it is more ethical in its practices with people and things of that nature. So she's not really, she's not asking for um, uh, anything controversial, uh, in my opinion, but it is a big ask of companies who are already selling their AI to the Department of Defense and other agencies. Um, so they don't want to look bad, basically. Um, so uh, how do you feel about this article? So, so reading it and reading it, um, something that kind of struck out at me that I, I had to look into a little bit that is already is already present, but is maybe not, I think, enforced to her liking is uh, she she mentions the baseline needs to be labor protection and whistleblower protection and anti discrimination laws because again she thinks she falls into this she thinks she falls into this category where she was unjustly fired for what she for what she was talking about right she did not like you said she did not single out Google but she was talking about she was talking about something that Google was starting to get a big footprint in that right. may not look good you know what I mean she was saying hey this is for all AI this is not I'm not saying Google did this, you know, my employer did not do this. I'm saying everyone needs to watch out for this. Um, but I mean, so the thing is, there is labor protection and whistleblower protection um, already out there for people. But again, she just wants to, like you said, reconceptualize, reconceptualize how it is implemented. Because again, she thinks it's just not fair. And the reason she thinks it's not fair is also what you mentioned, um, because the companies are, are working towards their best interests, right? So they're gonna do everything they can to make that dollar and not necessarily um, look out for the people that bring these things up, right? Um, and she brings up an example where she's talking about, because the person that's interviewing her asks her, you know, what might that look like when it comes to, you know, those protections? And she's like, well, let's look at cars, right? You have an issue with your car. If it's going to spontaneously combust uh, or it's going <laughs> to drive you into a ditch, you know, right. um, there are standards that need to be upheld to make sure that doesn't happen. And she just doesn't think that's going on um, in, the, in the AI community. And that's what she wants. And she wants the government to step in um, for more regulation, which... <laughs> I, I, I don't want to get into a political thing or anything like that. And I know, I know I'm the Patriot Act guy, right? I'm like, step in, <laughs> right. step in find, find those Terry's and take them out. Right. <laughs> I, know that's what, I know that's what I say, but there, there is a fine line here where um, I'm, I'm for government, government oversight when I, when it's correct. Right. Like I don't want the government to over oversee everything. You know what I mean? But there is a point where it can get to be too much, but she wants, she wants different things like, it, it, she says specifically high stakes scenarios, right? When it comes to, to AI, right? Right. Um, she says the government is actually using uh, unregulated products now, right? Uh, Google Google Translate apparently does not work that well. It's worked that well for me, you know, <laughs> when, I, when I use Google Translate, it seems right. to work for me. But for, uh, she said when they vet refugees, they use that and it may not be... Uh, it may not be all that accurate. And again, it's, it's his close to home for her, right? Because she's Eritrean, I think is what it says. Uh, right, I, I couldn't pronounce it, yeah. Eritrean fled Ethiopia in her teens, yep. Um, so 
to her, that's something that hits close to home. And she's like, people that were in my situation uh, need to be able, the government needs to be able to rely on these things to communicate um, correctly, you know, with these people. Um, right. But no, I, I understand what she's trying to do. But to me, it seems like those protections are already there. It's, it's just that they probably need to be more better enforced. It's just like with, and again, not to get into politics, right? Like when it comes to immigration, there are rules there to do certain things. It's just how they're enforced, depending on who's in office or who's doing what, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, so it's, it's one of those things where it, it, it's a lightning rod issue in this country, but it's not like people are out there just allowing illegal immigration. There is a process, you know what I mean? Now, how it's implemented, you know, whether or not you have the people to, to, to make that happen or whether or not they're taking it serious, that's the different discussion, but there are rules on the books, you know what I mean, for those different types of things. So uh, that's, kind of, that's kind of what she's talking about. But um, again, I think some of the protections are there. I think just the implementation leaves a little bit to be desired, is, is right. what she has an issue with. Right, and, and, I, and I would agree as well. Uh, when it comes to regulation, um, uh, again, because if it is high stakes, like so, it, the problem being, like I'm not, I'm not in a, a big corporation, um, so I, I don't have that experience. However, I can, I can always see how it's, it's the best interest, right? So if the, if the AI is not working appropriately, or if it is, uh, has some underlying uh, biases and discrimination. Uh, uh, do the way that it's developed or or, uh, or uh, put in production. Uh, we'll get to that after we make this money. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I can see, I, I can see how that could be a concern. Like, you would want that to be from the from the from the jump, right? You want uh, all of these different platform holders to all either either uh, come to the table and be regulated by the government, so it would be even-handed to a certain extent, or build your own uh, consortium your AI United Nations or whatever you want to call it um, to, to figure this out. But if Amazon has their own, Google has their own, IBM has their own, um, then that, that could spell disaster in the future, um, depending on which one is being implemented, which one's being used. Go ahead. I, think I think your AI United Nations would be the better way to go, right? Because we've, we've seen it, man, I, I, I don't want to say this for a third time because I'm trying to say I don't want to get into politics. But we've seen it <laughs> where depending on what party is in power, how it can be misconstrued to, or, or, or abused to appease one side or the other, right? So like, if you, if you leave it up to the government to regulate these things, there's more than likely going to be somebody that's appointed to the head of this, right? And it may not be a Senate appointment. It may just be right. at the discretion of whoever is in power at that time, right? And they may do the bidding of whoever is in power at that time. But if you do it, like, like you said, with the United Nations type thing, if you get 150 different countries to agree on this, like, hey, this is the route we're going to go, it, it leaves that more of a fair way to go about doing that, right? Because then it's not necessarily the interests of just Americans at that point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, the AI United Nations thing. I know some people don't believe in the United Nations, but <laughs> I mean, I, right, I believe right. that this is legit, but uh, yeah. Again, but, but yeah, this leave something. Just to say, even, even, if it's only, even if it's only the companies themselves to, to come together and regulate themselves, kind of like in the ESRB for the video games. Remember when that was a, a, a thing? You had lawyers trying to uh, sue. You had, um, I think it was uh, Hillary Clinton. She was big on like Mortal Kombat and Night Trap. My stuff was bad. Uh, so eventually they just regulated themselves. They're like, you know what? We will form a consortium. We will um, build a rating system and we will uh, police ourselves. Um, and it's worked to a certain extent. Sometimes, you know, 
there are issues there as well uh, when it comes to politics, but something like that could even work. Um, or, uh, you know, something that's totally independent. So maybe they, maybe you, you have a company that's not part of the, because uh, I don't think the ESRB is not part of the actual industry. Like it's its own, its own entity that the uh, industry put together. So something like that, maybe. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. So yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't understand AI enough. <laughs> like AI makes me feel dumb. Anytime I, I I read or I get into it, it makes me feel really like I like, I don't know. Because what? How do you decide? Like it always comes back to me. Like how do you secure it? How do you make? How do you make it safe? Um, but you have to understand the 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 basics of how AI works, right? And that that's not me. I just well, I, well, I just ask Siri questions. That's yeah. All. <laughs> Well, like, you, you don't have a degree from Stanford like Dr. Gabriel, right? And there was right. <laughs> right. And I'm not a doctor, <laughs> nor, nor, nor will I be. Um, so, yeah, so that you need those, those, those bright people in the room. But then you have one like uh, Dr. Gabriel, who, who that's, who's leading, leading her field and is like, mm, this is not right. <laughs> and they, they come down hard on her. Like, no, 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 nothing to see here, folks, nothing to see here. So there, there is something uh, definitely to be said about how quickly um, they, they um, showed her the door. Um, once she, she, she just said, there may be issues here, or this is where we do have issues. Um, so a definitely interesting article, it's fairly short. Um, it's basically, it seems as though they, they maybe ran into her or they only had so much time to uh, you know, formulate their, their article to see where she was moving to, what she is doing uh, in the future. So like, it's like a two minute read if, uh, if people get a chance to read it. Um, but I, I thought it was pretty insightful. I, I'm sure we will continue to see uh, Dr. Gabriel um, in the future uh, and all the things that she's doing. They also mentioned there's uh, other AI um, uh, groups that are out there like Latinx uh, AI. There's, uh, I think it was black women uh, in, in AI. There was indigenous people in AI. So there, there's, if, that, if that's your thing, uh, again, like it's not, it's not mine, not because I don't think it's cool. It's just, it's, it's high concept. It, it goes right over my head. Uh, but if that's your thing, like there's a group for you out there. Um, and again, we're, you know, we're always ushering in things on this platform that are for people of color um, to, to, uh, to grow. So I'm sure AI is in the same boat, right? Like it's probably very, very minority. Um, or so I should say there's probably um, little minorities within AI. Um, so you should look into it. Like if one of those demographics fits you and this is your thing, then you should definitely uh, jump on it and you know continue to grow the base. Yeah, for sure. You, you hit almost all of them actually. Queer in AI was the one you missed. Queer oh, okay. in AI, Black in AI, Latinx in AI, Indigenous AI. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, definitely jump on, jump on one of those uh, if that's your thing or you know maybe you can create your own thing uh, if, if that's the case. But... Uh, I think that pretty much wraps uh, this this uh, this topic. So again, tune in throughout the week. Uh, uh, we know Levon's not here, so if you're a Levon fan, you're the uh, 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 fan of the main man. <laughs> Continue to listen to us. He'll be back next week. Um, definitely have the website www.theothersidethefirewall.com where you get to our social medias. Uh, you can hit me up personally. I'm at Ryry Security Guy. That's R Y R Y Security Guy. Uh, Levon is uh, Levon Maynard uh, on Twitter. Uh, oh, and I, I'm sorry, Ryry Security Guy at Clubhouse, LinkedIn, uh, TikTok, and uh, Twitter. And then Levon is on Twitter at uh, Levon Maynard. 
so his name. Um, so hit up all those things, uh, like, share, and subscribe, and we will see you tomorrow, or you can hear us tomorrow, whichever way you like to, to listen to the podcast. We, we greatly appreciate you. I think this is episode 109, so we, we're in the hundreds now, so stay tuned. Uh, with that being said, stay safe, stay secure. Thank you.